On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're breaking down the win in Boston, taking a look at one of the star players on the team, as well as looking into tomorrow night's game against Colorado. All that coming up and more on Locked On Lightning. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Locked On Lightning. And just a reminder that today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. On this episode, we're breaking down the win last night against Boston. We're taking a look into Steven Stamko's recent streak of play as well as wrapping things up with tomorrow night's game against the Colorado Avalanche. And before we get into all that, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are. It should be in the audio form. We're also available on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe to the channel there. So last night, we're coming off a big win. I I mean, I I can't stress, whenever you go up against the Boston Bruins, and, and not only go up against them and play against them, but also when you go into Boston, into that very, very hostile environment in the garden. It's huge that you could even walk away with any points. And the fact that the Lightning were able to go in there and not only get points, but win after really a, a, a game in which I, re- <laughs> I, 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 I try to be very positive here on the show and, and, and especially this season. And, the Lightning got off to a phenomenal start last night. Let, let me just say that real quick. They got off to a, a great start, 2 nothing, um, to start the second period, really. Uh, the Chernak goal, three minutes in, three and a half minutes in, really. And then you have the Kucherov goal to start things off out of the gate, which I was shocked. I mean, the Lightning were really doing a phenomenal job all night, and especially up until then, really just taking it to Allmark up in front. Um, that's something that really we haven't seen quite a lot from the Lightning this season. And I really think that if you were going to bring that kind of play into any game, it was going to be against the Boston Bruins. And 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 it, it seemed like everything was going great, which it was. I mean, 2 nothing in TD Garden against your division rival and the one that's also in first place and at that. So really chef's kiss of a start to a hockey game for you and then we started to see things a little bit start to unravel and this is where i will say that i really thought after the van reams i goal i thought that the lightning were going to lose this game 100 percent uh and and i know probably a lot of lightning fans probably felt the same way as well um that coupled with the fact that the lightning really didn't get a lot of shots off last night only 25 and, and in a game where they were severely outshot where the 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 Boston Bruins uh went ended up shooting off 38 goal uh 38 shots excuse me and I mean you didn't it, you obviously if the lightning lost this game that would have been probably one of the biggest things that we would have spoken about on this show is the the lack there of shots I mean the fact that the Lightning did not reach double digits and shots in 
any period that they played in uh just tells you just kind of what kind of game it was and what really what it was was the lightning were picking their spots um also boston was doing a very good job of uh really just shutting down passing lanes shutting down shooting lanes just really trying to take it uh to the lightning and try to make it a physical game and and, and and you you kind of saw it throughout the course of the game that the Lightning were kind of playing that ever ever ongoing game of chess that we see in the game of hockey where it's not so much a game of hockey that you're playing it's a game of kind of just slowly building up as you get down the ice uh, kind of chipping away at certain maybe holes that you see or certain things that you may see that could eventually uh give you an advantage um you know there was times and, and and we see it all the time especially in these kind of big big high intensity games where the lightning slowly uh advance down the ice you know it may not happen in one sequence it may not happen in over a couple of puck possessions and the fact that the lightning not only did that to get off to a good start but then once boston came back and tied it uh, we're able to stay within that. I thought that was very good, and it was it was very positive to see them do that. And and a big part of that as well was Andre Vasilevsky last night. Um, what else could we say about Vazzy? I mean, I almost tweeted it last night, and then McAvoy scored, and then I was like, you know what? That's that's the hockey guy telling me. I was actually going to tweet out saying that he looked like his Vezina Trophy self, and and I still think he did up until that point. Um, I believe it was the Van Reams that goal in which he, I, I I think it looked like he had it, and then it just it just skipped through his legs. It might have been the McAvoy goal actually, but um, for the most part, I thought Vasilevsky played very well last night. I thought this was the first game that we've seen from him in quite some time where you saw that level of play that I think he's been lacking all season. Um, I don't know if it's just that familiarity with Boston. I don't know if it's the fact that these two teams have played each other quite a bit over the last couple of years. I don't know if Vazzy was just on last night. I don't know what it was, but the guy looked like his Vezina Trophy self. And, and if we could get more performances out of him like that, over the next couple of months, the Lightning are going to be in a good spot to potentially catch up to the Florida Panthers and maybe even Boston. I mean, listen, a, a, this is a great win. I'm not going to say that the Lightning now are going to rattle off uh, a phenomenal stretch over the next couple of months and, and win the division, but you take what you saw from last night's performance, their effort, their intensity, the way they played. You had your best player who arguably is the best player in the league statistically in Nikita Kucherov um, scoring a power play goal and, and really doing a good job there as well as you get contributions from your defenseman uh, Eric Chernak scoring his first goal of the year I mean if you've been a listener of this show for quite some time you know anytime a defenseman scores you kind of know it's going to be a good night for the Tampa Bay Lightning and so just a very good all-around effort yeah very unfortunate that Boston was able to come back and and after being down to nothing and and force it to a shootout but i think all things aside i think best case scenario this was you know they're just the way that was going the fact that the lightning were able to survive uh all the way to a shootout when boston is surging 
when kind of these two teams are kind of playing two different games where Boston was pretty much on the offensive, I think, for the remainder of the game. The Lightning were just weathering the storm. I mean, the Lightning killed off six power plays last night. That shows you what kind of game this was as opposed to, you know, what the Lightning were playing and what they were up against. So, you know, a very good all-around effort there for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and, and I hope that we could see that level of play, and we'll talk about it later on. We could see that level of play and that style of play carried over into tomorrow night's game against Colorado Avalanche. Uh, it, coming up in just a little bit, we're going to talk about Steven Stamkos. His, uh, he's been surging of late. The guy's been phenomenal since uh, the calendar hit 2024. We're going to talk about that coming up a little later on. We'll wrap things up with our talk about the Colorado Avalanche. But in real quick, let's talk about our friends and sponsors over at game time now listen you shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports music comedy and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets my favorite thing is the last minute tickets flash deals zone deals you know i i spoke about a couple weeks ago i went to a comedy show it was last minute uh me and my buddy, we bought tickets for $60 each last minute. I'm talking about minutes before the doors closed. And we were in there with our tickets, sitting down, laughing the night away. And you can, too, enjoy your next event with game time. The other favorite thing that I love about this is seeing your view from the seat before you buy. Nobody wants to sit behind a beam. So download the game time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account. And redeem the code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We're also available on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel there. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or whatever, you just want to reach out to me. Uh, you could either comment below this video or reach out to me on Twitter or X or I still call it Twitter. I'll always call it Twitter at uh, Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. I love hearing from all of you. So we just got done talking about a big win, a big win in Boston. But we're going to dial it back a little bit. You know, we we're going to talk about something else that I think has really been sort of maybe not talked about as much. I mean, it should be. I think it should be an everyday conversation to be had, even though that it looks like he is staying in Boston for the long term. I mean, excuse me, in Tampa for the long term, at least for this season. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen after the year is over, but Steven Stamkos, the captain, has been rolling since 2024 came into existence. Since January 2nd, and that's the Winnipeg game in which they lost to last night. The guy has been playing phenomenal. 16 games, 7 goals, 11 points. His plus minus is rough, but listen, the guy, if he's scoring, if he's putting up points, if he's putting up goals, I'm fine with that. And the big thing about that, that it is really jumping out to me, that that really you love to see. And, and, and really, this is how I measure goals because... Yeah, you know, an empty netter, that doesn't that's a cheapie, whatever, even though I think they really should have a separate category for that. 
I think that one of the most valuable things that you could look at on a stat sheet, especially when you're trying to evaluate a scorer, a guy, like, and, and I think we could really at this point in time say that with, with very much confidence that Steven Stamkos is uh, a scorer, is the game-winning goals. Now, he has three in the last 16 games. He has two of those that are even strength and two more of that are excuse me and he has two power play assists uh so that shows you this guy has been doing a little bit of both um a little bit of everything really uh his shot percentage is at 13.7 i really don't read a lot into that stuff um the guy scores he shoots whatever you know a lot of people read into the shot percentage i really don't but i mean i know like the the i think like the the league average is about 10 so 10 percent. so that tells you the guy is pretty much doing a very good job of putting the puck in the back of the net and given the 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 recent issues i will say with we're just given the the recent talk this season with uh is he coming back you know um what are the lightning going to do in terms of you know being able to to figure something out with him um, should they trade him? You know, is he going to be able to be a big part of the team going forward? Um, what I'm going to say about that and what this recent stretch shows is that I think that it's starting, it, if it hasn't already, it, it has, um, the guy just turned 34, by the way, just turned 34 seven days ago. It is not lost on him that this might be his final stretch as a Tampa Bay Lightning player. And he is, I think we could all agree at this point in time, he is the face of the franchise, will go down most likely as the greatest player in franchise history, and then Kucherov will retire, and then he'll be the greatest player in franchise history. But he will go down on, you know, if they have to make a Mount Rushmore of Lightning players, he's definitely up there. And I think that now that you're in possibly the last months of your tenure, um, and it doesn't seem like the guy wants to play anywhere else. Then again, who knows? I mean, he could turn around and sign somewhere else, as he is very much entitled to still. You know, he's 34. He probably has another, I don't want to assume, but maybe six more years, maybe a little less than that. But the guy knows that, you know, this this place is what made him into what he is. Um, this is his home. Uh, I know we all know. I don't just know, but we all know that he is very close with a lot of players on this team. And this place is, you know, it's hard. We all know, you know, when you go, like when you graduated from high school and you went to college or whatever, you wanted to make the most of your last couple of months there before you potentially started new. Now, some of you went into the job force after high school and that's cool too, but it's the same thing, you know, you're just changing one environment for another and i think that's kind of like where he's at right now and i think that it's really helping him take his game to another level uh because there's that level of uncertainty that he hasn't seen in quite some time to where you know a couple of uh, years ago when he re-signed where we were all scared that he was going to go to uh to, to toronto and then he ended up staying here it's a little different now because you know the guy i think even though he, you know, I think to a certain extent, I think he knew he was coming back here. 
But then, you know, now it's a little different. You know, the Lightning are going possibly in a different direction. You know, they're, they might have to make some unpopular moves this offseason in order to stay competitive. And, and that might involve not re-signing him. And I think he understands that now. And I think it's really starting to hit him. I think that also, besides the fact that this team has kind of been bouncing up and down, they played very well over the last month or so. But still... You know, this could be his last rodeo to win one because, you know, it's very possible that he could hit free agency, not be able to sign for the money that he wants, might actually be getting less than what he would have wanted with Tampa Bay. Now, Tampa Bay at that point could make other moves and say, sorry, we we don't have the cap. And then now he's stuck having to sign with some possible bottom of the barrel franchise to where he's going to have to tough it out for a year or so. But he's making the money or he's not making the money. And, you know, this might be his last chance. So I think that's kind of part of it. Um, and I think also, obviously, you know, his resiliency as a leader, he's trying to do whatever he can to keep this team where they are, uh, especially now with Sergachev, uh being out of the picture possibly for the rest of the year. Uh, and, you know, whatever happens with that in terms of trades, we'll keep an eye on. But... I, I think that we're starting to see, especially, and, and I think this goes for any sport, whenever a long-term player of a franchise who's been around forever uh, senses that their time is most likely going to be up, I think that you, it it's, says a lot about that character of that player because I'm sure there's some other players in other franchises that just they just kind of pack it in. And, you know, we don't see that with this guy. We're, we're seeing the effort night in, night out. He has seven goals in his last 16 his 16 games and 11 points. So let me know in the comments below what you think about that. I mean, phenomenal play from this guy. Um, really, I don't I don't know how... Di I can't predict how games would be. I can't predict um, if the Lightning would win some of these games. If they wouldn't, I could only say for the ones that are in which he was had those three game-winning goals. All I could say is that this guy is playing at a level of hockey that the Lightning wish uh, they would get more from him. Excuse me as I plug in my laptop. But phenomenal play from him. Uh, always keeping it professional here on the show. But always, always great to see this kind of play from him. And especially at this time of year, uh, it, it, it cannot be understated how um, impressive it is from a guy like this. So let me in the comments below what you think about this uh, on our YouTube page below this video. I'd love to hear from all of you as well as, you know, how long can he keep it up for? I mean, there's going to be, a, there's probably going to be a period, a cooling off period coming soon, hopefully later rather than sooner. And, but we, like I've said, uh, this month of uh, February, we got a lot going on. We got a lot of big games coming up. We got a lot of potential for the Lightning to go even higher up in the standings in the Atlantic Division. So we'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep an eye on Stamkos. And we're certainly going to keep an eye on this team going forward into tomorrow night's game against Colorado Avalanche. McKinnon, Kucherov. Part two, we're breaking it all down in just a little bit. But first, we're wrapping things up with our friends over at FanDuel. Now, listen, unfortunately, football season's over. The Kansas City Chiefs, 
two-time defending Stan, uh two-time defending Super Bowl champions, last team to repeat in major sports was the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I saw the comparisons. I'm not going to get into it. But listen, that doesn't mean sports is over since football is over. There's basketball to be had. There's hockey to be bet on. And you could get your buckets or your goals on your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams or NHL players and teams. Quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. So just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. So as always, and finally, one last time for today's show, I want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are shipping in audio form. We're also available on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe to our channel there. And we just got done talking about Steven Stamkos, how just really of how big it is, I think. I think it's been really, it hasn't really been spoken about enough, I think. You know, maybe I'm being a little biased, but we're going to get into another player, obviously, that we know on a nightly basis has really been carrying the, the, the torch for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and that is Nikita Kucherov. But most importantly, not only are the Lightning playing the Colorado Avalanche, but this is also a big game for Cooch because he will go be going up against uh, his MVP trophy adversary, and that is Nathan McKinnon, who Nathan McKinnon right now is second in the league in points. 87 with Cooch's 91st player to get to 90 on the year. Uh, goals are a little different. Um, Boston Matthews currently leads the league with 42. Uh, McKinnon's tied for fifth with Zach Hyman at 32. And Cooch is at third with 34 goals on the year. Um, I don't know. Like, everyone's different in hockey, I think. I think, like, it's different with, like, basketball, football baseball obviously they they measure a lot of things but i but i think that like that's the cool thing about hockey is that for the most part unless a, a goalie is playing their their butt off i think really you know everybody's kind of measured by the same stats you know baseball is a little different like i said basketball football it, it depends on the year depends on i guess the position with with hockey, the only thing I think that goals and maybe I don't know. I feel like goals aren't as exciting anymore because you know you get a guy like Austin Matthews, and I think we kind of saw with with Ov too all those years where he was really, um, you know, scoring goal after goal after goal, fifty fifty goals here, fifty goals there. Um, he was winning Richard trophies, but not winning MVPs. And I think that really, that's how it's viewed. I think that's really the borderline. I think like if you're, you know, you're going to, you're going to get some votes for MVP, uh, for MVP. And obviously Matthews is going to get some for, from the Toronto media, especially the Canadian media. And so is McDavid. But I think that when you look at these two guys, uh, McKinnon and Cooch, I mean, you can't overlook what they've been doing with points. I mean, 
McKinnon is 10 more than McDavid. And really, that's the rest of the league after that. It's it's McDavid and Pasternak and the rest of the league. And it's basically a two-horse race unless one of these guys gets injured um, between McKinnon and Cooch. And it's really going to be phenomenal. Um, not only tonight, I mean, excuse me, tomorrow night when these two guys face off against each other. But it's also, I think that, you know, I think in the back of their minds, I think especially after that Stanley Cup, which was really in terms of if you were not biased as to who you wanted to win, I think really at the end of the day, I think that was a very disappointing Stanley Cup final a couple of years back between Tampa and Colorado. And I think that in the back of their mind, whether they care to admit it or not, I think the NHL... I think they would they would love nothing more than to see the two top candidates really battling it out, who are battling it out right now for the MVP, the Hart Trophy, to go back to the Stanley Cup Final and settle it once and for all there. And what better way? What better way? You have the best, because let's face it, you have the best player from each conference, since both these guys are from opposing conferences. Not only to to have a phenomenal game tomorrow night, because that's going to be a great game. The Lightning lost the first matchup 4-1 back in November to these uh, to to the, the Colorado Avalanche. Um, these teams are pretty much neck and neck when it comes to team stats. But to have these guys go completely off. I'm talking like Cooch gets three points, a goal there. McKinnon maybe gets one or two, a couple of points there. Um, I kind of hope so. To a certain degree, to where like McKinnon plays well. I mean, you always want to see the top guys play well. Um, as long as it doesn't affect the outcome where, you know, the Lightning are losing. But I I, I think and we'll and I'm gonna talk about this with the uh, the Avalanche, locked on Avalanche guys, because I will be jumping on on with them right after we end wrapping up this show. But I, I think really what it's gonna come down to because you know the rest of this Colorado team, they're no slouches. They got a good group of guys that could really hurt you. Uh, Miko Rantanen, who a uh, phenomenal player. I think he's probably other than probably than McKinnon. I, I think Miko Rantanen is like one of my favorite players on that team, as well as Bowen Byram and Sam Gerrard as well. I, I think that you they have a good group of guys where, you know, even if McKinnon's quiet, you have other players on this team that could definitely hurt you. And really, it's going to come down to, as cliche as this sounds, a goaltending matchup. Uh, you got Alexander Yorgev on one side, 28-13-3, and, and then Vasilevsky, 18-11-0. Um, Vasilevsky hit the 90% uh, uh, save mark uh, the other night, which is good to see. Yorgev's a tad under 9 on the save percentage there, but... Goals against average is kind of pretty much the same. Vazzy's at 2.76. Yorgiev is 2.94. I don't really read a lot into that, even though I would prefer Vazzy's a little lower. Prefer him to be at maybe 2.5. I think that's a good good place to be. Uh, but like I said, yeah, these two teams are pretty much neck and neck everywhere else in team stats. Uh, their power play, the Lightning have the best power play in the league, where Colorado's 7th. Uh, the penalty kill, the Lightning are ninth, where 
the the avalanche are 12th the face off percentage is the lightning 10th and the avalanche 24th so a little bit further down the the list there that that's where the lightning's bread and butter is is the face off circle so hopefully they could jump out um and and establish their dominance there as well uh the lightning are a little bit lower in terms of goals force per game which i don't really that's I, I mean it is what it is i mean i don't really look into that one as well but i mean i would prefer uh the lightning are a little higher than that but that means that they gotta rely a little bit more on their goaltending there uh to win their game so let me know in the comments below what you think about this a lot of hype for this game um i don't know if this game is no it's not on national tv which is pretty crazy to think about um you know you kind of figured that the the league would try to play, and I, I don't know who else is playing tomorrow night so that could also be a factor as well uh but we'll definitely be watching this one we'll definitely uh discuss it uh as as it unfolds uh, we'll probably drop an episode either during or after the game so keep an eye out for that so hit that notification button whether wherever you are listening to us uh on an app uh so as soon as the newest episode drops you'll be notified and you'll be able to listen so yeah we'll be back tomorrow with an episode with the guys from locked on avalanche and we'll also come out with an episode of our own detailing the game uh after it commences or as it is going on so in the meantime that's been it for this episode of locked on lightning part of locked on podcast network your team every day i'm your host adam danker i'll talk to you in the next one